0: Hi, this is Joan as policewoman. To celebrate the release of *Joan Thology*, I've made a series of podcasts with my friend Vanessa. Vanessa, hi. Hi, Joan. What's up? <laughs> Who I've been working with since my first record. In each of the podcasts, I will be discussing a specific record or records. Hey, so today is the final podcast, and I talk about *Joan Thology* and answer questions from you.
1: How would you describe the Donthology record?
0: Well, it's lots of my music, some stuff that has not been released before. It's three discs, and one disc that is all six music radio sessions, live sessions. As well, the BBC sessions are are being released on vinyl. So, it's a big, just monster mash it is <laughs> how did you narrow it down to oh, songs it that made it? yeah it was terrible mm. it was just the worst do you still feel guilty yes i feel yeah. i'm so angry this morning i was angry i'm angry every morning about things that i didn't include and also things that i didn't just really say no this is going on it yeah yeah i'm, s- I'm mad Luckily Spotify exists so people can No, no, still... it's great. <laughs> the songs that are on there are great. I'll never be happy. I can only have a certain amount of songs on on two discs. There it it has to be limited, which is, you know, a, a me telling a, me being told that there's like any sort of restrictions, I'm going to have a problem. I have a terrible terrible problem with authority in general, even when it's my own.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> And what do you think the fans, what are your fans going to say? Are you, do you think you're going to get a lot of people saying, why wasn't this yeah. on? Why is that on? Yeah.
0: yeah. Very often, you know, um, people will have just seen a concert where I mean, I have given my all and, you know, I'm exhausted. And the first thing they say is, why didn't you play fill in the blank song, oh, oh, this wow. song?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but that's okay. They enjoyed it anyway,
1: they stayed. There can be a genealogy two, well, and three, and four. You know and what and they five. can
0: do is they can learn the song and play <laughs> it for themselves. I'll teach it to them. There you go. Oh God. Okay, and you're
1: going to tour this album. I sure am. This comp- the rest of my forever. life, forever. <laughs> I mean, you sort of tour it anyway, don't you? Because you play a lot of songs from across all your records on yeah. all your tours. Yes. So I how do. will this
0: tour be different? Well, it's going to be a solo tour. One one thing that also a lot of people complain about is why don't you do more solo shows? People like that format a lot. Uh, so this is going to be a 100% solo tour from May till November. Yes, that's true. Um I'm doing a lot of new arrangements of songs and So you you solo means you with what instruments? Who's on stage? Yeah, Right. And an amp and my guitar. That's what's on stage. Yep. Intimate shows. Intimate shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. How long will you be on stage every night? How long am I going to be on stage? 90 minutes. The, the shows are going to be just me, no support. I'm on stage for 90 minutes. I'm giving you what you want. All <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm trying to figure out now is how many full-length sequin gowns I bring. Now, let me just say this right now. When I when I show up on stage not in a sequin gown, I don't want to hear anything. Okay? I don't want to hear anything from anyone. I don't want to go to that gig, though, so I just want to come to the ones with the sequin gown. Okay, gowns. all right. I'm planning on making, um, you know, as many uh, people cry as possible and um yeah and on the
1: album there are even though it's a compilation there are new songs or previously unreleased songs tell us about those
0: well there is so as i mentioned the the song your song that was a b-side that was never a formally released um that song's on the record um a cover i did of talk talks merman is on the album That I really, I really love, Um, uh, a song uh, cover that I have been performing live for a little while. Kiss is going to be on on the on the record, as well as a song that my fans actually convinced me to do. I wrote a song called "What a World" a number of years ago and played it a few times live. And then stopped because I I really, I felt like it had done its duty. It, it served its purpose. And then people started asking me for that song. And I really just shrugged it off. Like, okay, whatever. You heard it once. You know, that's enough. Uh, and then uh, more people started asking me from like different parts of my life. And so I reworked it to a place that I really liked it the original lyrics some of them i didn't feel at all anymore i mean that's mostly why i didn't want to record it um but i so i changed i i i just reworked it and recorded it and that's on the record
1: and can we expect to hear anything else at the live shows around this tour?
0: Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I uh, am on tour for six months, so I will be writing things on the road that you'll probably hear the beginnings of or some sort of, um, you know, uh, initial um, sparks of things, of songs. Um, I mean, who knows? And perhaps some different covers? Yes. I mean, I'm, I, I have... You know I have a second covers album in the works, and I can't even I'm not even gonna tell you what songs are on there because if I mention any then I will be required to play them and I don't know if I'll be able to play them solo. Some of them I definitely won't be able to play solo so uh, we we shall we shall see I, I promise I will be playing I will be playing some Cool. let's have some fun questions. Okay when's your next studio album coming yeah no idea I'll be writing it on this tour I'll be writing it all you
1: know along okay here's a good one what's your favorite accident that made it onto a final recording
0: oh so many I mean so much of of you know I I I, I have I have people you know I it was sort of a rule that I had especially my first three records where anyone that I brought in to do overdubs was not allowed to hear the music beforehand. So so that I got their first impressions. They don't know what the next chord is even. So most of it is them trying to find the next chord and it not sounding right. But there was And I I know this to be true because of when I'm put in this situation myself, where I don't know the music, where magical things happen that would never happen if the musician was, you know, aware of where the song was going. So, so much of it is that. I mean, it has, you know, a lot of it is editing. There's so much editing all the time. Which I love doing, everyone hates doing it, except for me, so i'm glad I'm glad uh for that, but yeah, a lot there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff that um that that made it on the records that that was not necessarily what anyone expected to or meant to play, yeah, this hawks
1: back to what you were saying a bit about bringing everything you've learned to the next album. somebody's asked. Would you regard damn devotion as your most fully realized album?
0: I think I'm my most fully realized person right now. Uh, so I guess yes it's that's hard to say uh but yeah, it's like it's it's the culmination of all everything I've learned so far. So yes. Adriano remembered
1: reading that you'd love Whitney Houston to sing the ride.
0: I mean, sometimes I write songs imagining somebody else singing them, even though the song doesn't usually end up sounding like what you'd imagine someone that I was imagining singing it would sound like. But it's sort of like a a songwriting tool or something. Um, to get me out of my head. Like, what would Joan sing? Well, no, I'm going to write a song for Whitney Houston to sing. So <clears throat> I wrote that song, The Ride, with her in mind. And I actually wasn't going to put it on the record. And Anoni said, Joan, you're putting that on the record. It's her favorite song. But, you know, up until it, it, it didn't feel like maybe something I should sing. Um, even though it's, it's my song, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's just like where you place it in your mind. Yeah. Um, so yes, that song initially, I, I decided that, you know, it was a Whitney Houston song, but.
1: That's so funny. Cause that's the song that most, you know, long-term fans of yours. That's when they, that's when they first heard you
0: I know. and they
1: love you from there. So it seems to, you know, it's such a Joan song to everybody Apart
0: from you, well, no, I mean it is a Joan song. So who else have you written for? I think I stopped with that. Really, that was it. Yeah, really, actually, I think I that was like that was it because I didn't want to be doing that to myself anymore. Yeah, and I think at the, I, I think after that also I had more confidence. That record hadn't come out when I had written that mm-hmm. song, so I was still trying to figure out what i should do how i should write songs what it should sound like who am i you know a little bit was you know yeah
1: here's one from nick your song for Elliot smith we don't own it was poetry inspired by a poet have you been moved to write a song about any other artists
0: i mean i wrote that song steed undamned devotion for jean Genet, who was a writer not so specifically as that Elliot one i think
1: Okay, and then one last from here. How do you decide on Bowie's Sweet Thing when there's so many to choose
0: from? I, f- I really loved that song and I felt like no one ever heard it. I mean, obviously Bowie fans have heard it. Um, but even still, people say, well, where's that song from? Um, you know, and I, it also felt like a song of his that I could do something different. With, uh, so that's how, yeah.
1: Flampunk thirty three asks who or what is making the snoring slash sleeping sound in "To Be Lonely" <laughs> on "To Survive"? Love it.
0: I'm so glad. Some people call it singing, um, but I I'm t- I, I know Parker would be really really happy to be called sleeping or snoring sound. Uh, that is Parker Kindred, the great drummer on. Um, many many of my recordings
1: okay there's a rumor on the internet that you've made an album with David Sylvian is that true and what's going to happen with it
0: uh well we did some recording together and it never got completed it never got finished never got turned into a record and I think it's very unlikely that it ever will Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joan Podcast. Make sure you check out the other episodes available. My upcoming record, also called Jone will be released on the 24th of May on Play It Again Sam.
2: It's hard to take. So many feelings are just like yesterday What do you-